When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this episode, a major Hollywood movie about two-time White House photographer Pete Souza. Hey everybody, Keith Dotson here with the Fine Art Photography Podcast. And in this episode, I want to discuss something that hasn't happened lately. In fact, it hasn't happened for a long time. That's the release of a major Hollywood movie about... A photographer. This weekend, Focus Features released The Way I See It, a major theatrical release about Pete Souza, the official White House photographer for both Barack Obama and Ronald Reagan. And before your head begins to explode, let me assure you this will not be a political discussion. I think it's really notable any time a photographer gets this kind of mainstream attention. There are tons of good biographies and documentaries about photographers out there, but most of them have never had a mainstream theatrical release. The last one I can really remember is Finding Vivian Meyer, which was released in 2014, and is also well worth seeing if you haven't caught that one yet. Pete Souza is a professional photojournalist who served as chief official White House photographer for President Obama for the entire term, and also as an official photographer for President Reagan. Souza was born in Massachusetts and graduated with a B.S. in public communication from Boston University, and a master's degree in journalism and mass communication from Kansas State University. He worked for the Chicago Sun-Times and was a freelancer for National Geographic and Life magazine. There's an extensive gallery of Sousa's work from the Obama White House on Flickr. I'll leave a link in the description if you want to go check those out, and I think you should. There's really some great photography in there. Some of his images are iconic, including the famous shot of Obama and his advisors in the Situation Room, the all eyes fixed intently on a monitor as they watch the raid to capture bin Laden. You've seen this photo. It's, it's really, truly an iconic image. I'll also include a link to some of Sousa's photography books in case you're interested in those. The Obama White House gave the photographer nearly unfettered access. President Obama once said he spent more time with Susan than with his own family in the White House, and it wasn't a joke. Obama gave him, in Sousa's own words, access to everything. In an interview with Terry Gross on Fresh Air, Souza said, and this is a direct quote, My goal was to document what was taking place, accurately capture the mood and emotion of the moment, and not change what was taking place. And by using what I call a small footprint, meaning not using a noisy camera or using flash, moving around gingerly, I'm not sure if invisible is the right word, but I was certainly trying to be a piece of the woodwork. End quote. On shooting the group in the Situation Room watching the Bin Laden raid, Sousa said he was in cramped quarters for 40 minutes with no room to change positions. There was very little conversation and he used a quiet shutter so as not to become intrusive. He said he shot 95 to 100 pictures in that scenario. Have you ever considered what qualifications a person who shoots inside the White House must have? A photographer with full access to everything the president has access to? What kind of security clearance does that person need? Souza said he had a top security clearance, 
which allowed him into all meetings, but he clarified that a lot of the really secret material is contained in paper documents, which he did not see. He didn't get emails, and he didn't get memos with secret information. And regarding conversations, he said that he truly didn't pay much attention to the words because he was working with his gear, trying to get the best compositions and trying to capture the mood. Souza has described the backstory of another iconic shot, the one where Obama has bent down low to allow a small African-American boy to touch his hair. Souza said that this was a case where a staff member was leaving service and it was customary to uh, get a photograph with the family at the desk in the Oval Office. In this case, the photograph had been taken. The little boy's mother, wife of the exiting staff member, said that the little boy had a question for the president. The little guy, Jacob, said he'd been told that his haircut was like Obama's. That's the point when the president spontaneously leaned down to encourage the boy to touch his hair. Souza said he had just a few seconds to grab that shot, and then the scene had ended. That's another truly iconic image, and I'm sure you've probably seen that one too. Souza said Obama was never comfortable having portraits made for magazine covers and such, whereas President Reagan, having come from an earlier life as an actor, where you know you have to have publicity shots and things taken all the time for business, was much more at ease with that kind of photography. There was no such position as official White House photographer until President Kennedy hired one in 1961. Prior to that, all presidential events were captured by military photographers. Kennedy was well aware of the importance of the image, and he controlled the situations where photography was allowed, and he approved all photographs that were released to the public. But it's President Lyndon Baines Johnson's photographer, Yoichi Okamoto, that Sousa referred to as a model for his own access levels in the White House. Johnson gave Okamoto a great amount of access. The Trump White House has given much less access to its official photographer, Sheila Craighead, and the official photographs of Trump are much more formal and much less intimate. We won't see images of Trump howling playfully with hound dogs like those of LBJ, nor will we see authentic behind-the-scenes images of the Trump presidency. All official White House images are stored in the National Archives at archives.gov. I haven't seen the new movie yet, but that's okay. I don't intend this to be a movie review as much as I wanted to recognize the occasion that a photographer is a subject matter of a major Hollywood release. That's always a reason to celebrate as far as I'm concerned. There's been a lot of words written about the state of photography in the age of Instagram and a lot of fretting about whether the profession of photography is still important or still relevant. Sousa's job was important. He helped shape the vision of what a president does in office, and he revealed the humanity as much as the complexity involved in the job. That's all I've got for this episode, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you again real soon.